0: thou, O great mountain, before Zerubbabel thou shalt become a plague, and he shall bring forth the headstone thereof, with shoutings, crying, grace, grace, unto it. Shouts of Grace Sensing brings you pure and undiluted word of God from the impeccable throne of grace. Be blessed as you listen. Father, we thank you this morning. We honor you from the depths of our hearts We just thank you because we know you are our father Not just our God, but our father We want to say we love you And we thank you for your presence With which you have honored us this morning We thank you for the privilege to come to the throne of grace To obtain mercy and find grace to help in a time of need And we thank you because we know you have a plan for us in this service Let your word come alive Speak to us. Let our lives never remain the same again. In Jesus' name we pray, and everybody say Amen. Thank you. God bless you. Can you help me clean up this sound? I'm sounding somewhere. I don't know whether it's the house or the monitors, but it's not clean enough for me. Okay. Thank you. Every welcome somebody beside you. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. First Corinthians chapter ten. Let's just I'll start from there. Media, you're gonna help me first Corinthians chapter 10 and we're going to take a look at it from verse 1 the bible says moreover brethren i do not want you to be unaware that all our fathers were under the cloud and all of them passed through the sea we see from verse 1 there the bible is telling us that these people that it's talking about they have an experience with god they were under the cloud that cloud is the presence of God that accompanied the children of Israel. The Bible says it was a cloud it was a pillar of cloud unto them by day and a pillar of fire to them by night. The cloud now coming in to provide shelter for them from the heat of the sun which characterizes the wilderness and there it says they were they all passed through the sea that's talking about uh the experiences of this world in which God, you know, took them from that sea and a miracle happened and the Red Sea parted and they didn't die in the midst of the tumultuous sea of this world. So this verse one is telling us that these people is about to talk about, they are not just ordinary people. They were people that had an experience with God. They were people that had a relationship with God. They were under the cloud. They knew what it means to serve God. They were probably workers in their local assemblies. They pray in the Spirit. They have an experience with God. Go to verse 2. Verse 2 tells us all were baptized into Moses in the cloud and in the sea. They went through baptism. So, these people probably have baptism of the Holy Ghost. They knew the Holy Spirit. They have an intimate relationship with God. They were church people. They serve God with their time, with their energy, with their substance. They were all available. Uh, they love God. And then go to verse 3. The Bible says, All eat the same spiritual food. So, they eat the word. The Bible says, Your word is. Did, I, I, I your word did I find and I did eat and it became unto me rejoicing and rejoicing in my heart. So they found the word. They knew the word. They studied the word. They meditated in the word. They, they were Bible people. They were word, word people. In those days we used to call as the wordites. So these people are wordites. You know, they had word vigil. Uh, they knew what it means to read the Bible, study concordance, use, uh, Greek concordance, Hebrews concordance and all of that. Go to the next verse. And did all drink the same spiritual drink for they drank of that spiritual rock that followed them, and that rock was Christ. So these people uh, they had an experience of drinking the Spirit of God. The Bible said, Be ye not drunk with wine as it says, SS, but be ye filled with the Holy Ghost. So anytime you see drinking, it's talking about you know getting in feeling of the holy ghost getting refreshed by the day it says when the enemy shall come like a flood the spirit of god will raise his standard the bible says out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water so anytime you think about drinking water that's talking about the holy ghost so you say the drank of the same spiritual drink of that spiritual rock it's a spiritual rock because not just ordinary rocks not aso rock not uh, you know if that rock is following yourself, you want to escape for your life. But this is Jesus Christ represented as, as crime Because he says, and that rock was Christ. But the miracle of the rock was that he was following them. The rock was moving as he were moving. You see, the miracles the children of Israel saw, I don't think there's another generation that saw it. Yes, we, we saw miracles, uh, the disciples after Jesus died and all of that. But their own side of miracles were more like signs and wonders. They saw crazy stuff. This rock was following them. As they were moving, the rock was moving with them. And they drank at a time from that rock, and we're talking about three million people. So, the water that came out of the rock is not like your tap in your house, all right, where everybody's lining up. Three million people who are thirsty, how are they going to drink with lining up cup by cup or pill by pill? No, that water gushed out of the rock, and they just literally opened their mouth. Millions of people, and the water went in. That's the miracle that happened here. Those were the experiences they had. They experienced God, they experienced the miraculous. Go to the next verse. But with many of them, God was not well pleased. The question is, how can people go through that experience with God? How will they know God drink of of that water that came out of the rock, baptized into the cloud by Moses? They ate of that spiritual food. They had intimate moments with God. They received revelations. They prayed the Holy Ghost. (laughs) But God was not pleased. So then, the sober conclusion is that my spiritual activity or productivity is not an indication of my relationship with God in the real sense of it that it is possible for me to be full of spiritual activities and people are looking at me and saying, what is spiritual sister? What is spiritual brother? And yet, God isn't pleased with them. I think so the next logical question you want to ask is, why isn't God pleased? I would like to know why God was not pleased with them. Because we know the things that happened to those guys who are just a type and a shadow indicating the experiences we will face today so that we can learn from the experiences. Are you still with me? We know in Hebrews chapter 11 verse 6 that the Bible says without faith it is impossible to please God. So when the Bible says here that God was not pleased with them it means they did all of that and they were not in faith. They were not in faith. They didn't know what it means to take the word of God, really, in the real sense of it, and put it in their hearts, Even though they are full of spiritual exercises that you could almost envy, like ah, that guy is out for God. You know, when you want to greet uh, those people who are spiritual, you send fire in three places. Fire, fire, fire. You just send an emoji of fire. You know, there are people you send emoji of fire to, and God is sending no fire to them. God isn't well pleased. Are you following me here? Go to the next verse. It says, now these things were for our examples. And you see what I just said the other time? It's for our examples. It's so that we can learn. That's why, because we don't need all these stories as it were. Well. But God pulled all those stories there so that we can learn. So that, Because history says people usually repeat mistakes. Oh, there's COVID-19 some 100 and something years ago there was a similar plague that came people were locked down it was exactly the same pattern the same thing that happened and one or two futurists have already warned that as we cross 2020 some of these things are going to happen. Everything that happens is repeated there's nothing new under the sun in the real sense of it. That's why the Bible says has no temptation that has overtaken you eh? that is new in that sense. But that God will also make a way of escape. In other words, before a test or trial, temptation comes you God will weigh it. Five kilograms. Sister Shadi cannot, cannot go through this temptation. Look for brothers. So that one has enough faith to withstand it. So whatever comes your way, already from scripture, you can overcome. Oh, there's something like, oh, oh, pastor, you don't have an idea. Uh, That's when you start speaking foolish. You you don't have an idea, pastor. The kind of stuff I'm going through right now, I don't think anybody has gone through it before. Who told you? Everything that is happening to you right now, somebody went through it. Are you following me? There is no custom-made problem or affliction. No. Somebody overcame what you are going through. The only foolishness we often go through in our life is that we don't ask questions. So you go through the affliction by yourself. Somebody says, when you isolate yourself, you stay in desolation. You don't ask questions. You know? So he says, now these things were, for example, to the intent we should not lust after evil things as they also lost That's number four. the, The first thing they did. Why God was not pleased with them? They were in church. They were spiritual. They were deacons. They were even pastors, as the case may be, because some of them were Levites, ministering unto the Lord. You see, some of them God wasn't pleased with them. Now, the first thing He said is that they lost after evil things, as that we should not lost after evil things, as they also lost it. What is an evil thing? Anything that is a departure from what God asks you to do is evil that's just the way it is now let, let me tell you why it can be evil so God called you and said I wanted to serve in a capacity in a local assembly and you said no I'm not going to serve I don't have time, I'm busy and you refuse to serve now your disservice or your, inner, your decision on to serve will affect one or two people Number one, if you serve in that capacity, others will be motivated to serve as well because everybody is an influence. Everybody is an influence. Everybody. Forget it. You are influencing people you don't even know. In your street, in your home, in your house, in your family, people are observing you, admiring you, and you don't know. So, whatever is a departure from God's will for your life translates to evil because now you're lethargy or your life of mediocrity, let me use that word, will affect somebody else. Okay, let me give you an example you can relate to. God sends pastor, shout of Grace Center, 2016, study church and I refuse. Unless I zoom up to now, I refuse. So there won't be a shout of grace Center. There won't be this particular church. On this Sunday morning, we'll never have this set of collection of people together in the same place at the same time. All of you will probably be scattered in several other churches because there is no Shouts of Grace Center. So my one decision is affecting hundreds of people. Why? Because I want to lust after. Lust to the eyes, lust of the flesh and the pride of life. He's talking about all the other things we prioritize over God. What could I have prioritized over God? My business, money. I want to make money first. I want to do this. I want to do that. Or you think pastors, pastors are just blessed people. They never have desire to make money. That's why they can serve God. They have a different heart. Really? I'm as human as you are. Are you following me here? So, the lost after evil things. Don't do that. Look at the next verse. Neither, he said. In the second thing: be ye idolaters, as were some of them, not all of them, some of them. For it is written, the people sat down to eat and drink, and rose up to play. Rose up to play? There is rose up to have sex. Okay, it's not that they rose up to play ludo, all right, or they play ten ten. You know, it's sex that he's talking about. They drank themselves to a stupor, like the people behave in the clubs. So those were the things they do Now an idol later doesn't mean you are Serving an idol Your phone can be your idol Your car can be your idol Your wife can be your idol Your husband can be your idol Your baby can be your idol Your ministry can be your idol Anything can become an idol What's an idol? Everything and anything you prioritize over God That's an idol right there and God says I don't want you to have any idol in your heart some people prioritize music over God this particular music style ah, no, I can't live it Ah, no nah 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 are you following me here so the question you want to ask yourself is what is that thing that I value more than God that's your idol You are not even expected to love your spouse more than God. I hope you know that. I hope you know that. Hey, your spouse says, hey, uh, God forbid, like, uh, your spouse doesn't really love God and he comes home, say, oh, yeah, come and sniff, okay. You know it's sinful. You know it will offend God. Say, no, see, my husband. I say, I should sniff. Oh, yeah, sniff, sniff. You are not supposed to love anything in this world above God. And God is a jealous God. So the first thing God does when he wants to deal with you, if you pray, God help me, God help me, he will take the idol away. And God forbid that the idol is a loved one. God will take it away. Are you following me? If your car becomes your idol, the car will keep on breaking down at every junction until you hit the car. And then you talk to God, God, I need another car. Okay, so you know now. Are you following me? I mean it's more a lady that told me that this music pastor, I do I can't leave this one. I said you can. He said, no, 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 not this one. I said, that's your idol. That's your idol right there. Whatever can make you not to come to church on a Sunday, whatever it is, that's your idol. Whatever will make you shove God aside on the midweek service, that's your idol. And listen to me, any idol you keep to your chest at the expense of God, that which you are really looking for, your aunts will never get it. It's not a curse, it's the scripture. Nobody, you know, this is God or, or, um, you know, just put God aside and then we'll be able to be successful in whatever that person is pursuing. It will never work, never. That person will be back to square one. God will humble you. That's why he says, humble yourself so that I can exalt you. God resisted the proud because God translates idolatry to pride. Now, really, you want to believe in this thing, in the work of your hands? You pray and pray, God, I need a job. job. Now you got a job. Now you don't want to serve God again. Before, you didn't have anything, no job, nothing, no business. You were constantly in prayer meeting. We thought you are the most ritual person on the planet. Huh? Then you got a job and then you, you just thought, no, no, I'm now a busy man. I cannot be coming. Let's see how, 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 how long the job will last. The person will soon be humbled. It's, a, it's just a cycle of life. So the first thing was that they lusted after evil. Are you taking note? The second thing was that they were idolaters. Go on. Neither let us commit fornication as some of them committed. And they fell in one day three and 20,000 so some of them were sleeping around outside the context of marriage they were not married they were sleeping around within the camp there and God said because of that I'm not pleased with them and because of that sin of fornication 20,003 died in one day God just looked at them and said, it's over for you guys. So he say, well, I've been sleeping around, fornication, I've not died. No, a lot of things have died around you. You just don't know. You are not where you should be. Favor, opportunities, doors. You keep on dying. Because God's word will never fall to the ground. And some people tell you, once we know we are, we, we are going to get married, we can sleep together, can you see the scripture? Neither let us commit fornication. And this, this New Testament, First Corinthians, as some of them committed and they fell, you will not fall in Jesus' name. Uh, Why is there no amen this house? I say you will not fall in Jesus' name. Amen. Go to the next verse. Neither let us tempt Christ, as some of them also tempted, and they were destroyed of serpents. Tempting Christ is the word Christ that is Christus, the anointed one and his anointing. And tempting the anointing is living in an habitual sin and still try to operate on in the anointing. That's tempting Christ. I'm telling you the truth. Just coming off a lady who is not your wife and then coming to preach. Repent. That's tempting Christ. I mean, it's not only Christ you are tempting, you are tempting God Himself. Because the guy, that kind of guy is living a lie. I mean you do something and then you come and tell people if you do it, you are going to hell. Guess who is going to who is going to lead them to hell? And you know, people have attained arts. They can do, they can do such things. Choir heads, sleeping with all choir members, one by one. And then doing choir training, fornication is the same. And the four sisters he has slept with are saying, ah. And he's going to sleep, Is going to sleep with another one, immediately after choir. See, ah. Yeah. Good for the next verse. I don't want to talk again. Neither Momo. Uh-huh. Some of you have been saying, oh, well, if you wish idolatry, you we'll wish a... we'll fornicate, you wish evil, you detest Christ. Momo, God. Neither more. I mean, for Momo, God was not pleased. It was Momo. I tell you, like mosquito. After seven. Do you hear what he said? I don't even understand. How can I say that. that? It's only that sister that used to sing. She we don't have voice. Uh-uh. And some of them also murmured and were destroyed of the destroyer. For murmuring. For murmuring. For murmuring, you know. Like what the pastor. Ah. That's murmuring. Give me message translation. Let's see what murmuring is in message translation. We must be careful not to stir up discontent. Discontent destroy them. Discontent like dissatisfaction. There's nothing that satisfies you. I do I don't like that setting, I don't like that operation, I don't like the way they do things, I don't like I don't like that. I don't, I don't, I don't. You complain about everything. God says he doesn't like that. Complain about the pastor, complain about the pastor's shoe, complain about the pastor's wife, complain about the pastor's wife that she doesn't she smiles too much, or she doesn't smile too much, or she's complain about the pastor, assistant pastor, complain about everything. Murmurs, no God isn't well pleased. So you mean pastor. So if we have something to say, you mean we should not say it. That's why we have workers' meeting. Say it there. After the workers' meeting, it's murmuring. If it's during workers' meeting, it's not murmuring because we're the one that asks you to talk. So you can talk at that time. But after service, we are going on with a friend. I didn't even know. And they ask you to talk during workers' meeting, you refuse to talk. Every other thing you do outside that is called murmuring and every husband in the house you must discourage your wife from murmuring inside your family are you following me because ladies are the ones that are usually to over everything and anything say that light is shining to my heart this is the way the light is is facing say the, 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 that light on stage i don't like it i don't like if you are just my say which light you say no 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 that light is good nobody complain no it's okay it's okay it's okay and if he complains for that well, you can bring handkerchief next week. Tie your eyes. Or use nose mask. Cover your eyes. Hello, somebody. You don't murmur. Don't murmur about people. You say, look at them, look at them. Look at them. That Mrs. Osham and Supreme. That's how they, they will be doing as if they are the only one that are married in church. Which when I when I'm married to, I will show them. That's how we hold them, I will be holding my wife. We are murmuring. If you admire something, say you admire it. Almost most times the things you admire, you attack because you don't have it yet. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Did they did they love that, that brother and sister. They they love themselves. <laughs> mm. The way they are even holding it, they are not holding it well. Look at them. The one that is holding hard, they will complain. The one that is not holding her. you you you, you, you still complain. Look at that one. They will never they will never even greet themselves after service. And their husband and wife. You see, the wife is going there, the husband is going. They don't like themselves. The one that they as soon as service finishes, they go and meet them say, eh, eh, as if they are the only one that is married. Look at how they are chasing themselves for somebody wants to kidnap them. All those things are murmuring. Are you following me? Hey, come, come, come. did you see the dress that Mrs. Yohan wore on Sunday? dress. Ah she she's dressing as if she's the guest minister. Ah ah. It's murmuring. It's murmuring. Did you see? Did you see the, the dress that that brother wore? See, well, ah, green the was yellow? It's called momori. It's joblessness. God isn't what? God isn't what? If your wife is like that, use your authority as a husband to walk on your on your wife. Say, Johnson, come in. Because a momora must find somebody he or she can talk to. And when you shun a momura, it's painful to them. I thought, I thought we are friends. I thought we are on the same page. Now I know we are on different pages. We must be careful. Give, give me another translation of this. Give me Amplified. Nor discontentedly complain, as some of them did. So it's not just complain, Discontent complain, And they were put out of the way. May you not be put out of the way. Yeah. The amplified version. Stay in Amplified still. Stay in Amplified. And they were put out of the way entirely. By the destroyer. In bracket death. So, memory can lead to Death go to the next uh, go to that other translation new living translation and don't grumble as some of them did and then were destroyed by the angel of death so we all know what murmuring is don't we i've given us about three or four translations grumbling mm, that's grumbling you know also if somebody says okay so if you have something we want to say so you say it to the pastor to the leadership when you say it behind the leadership to somebody else who does not have uh, any ability to correct what is being said, it's grumbling. The reason you say such things is if you want it to be corrected or you want an improvement. But if you say it behind to somebody who does not have a clue on how to fix it, it's grumbling. It's grumbling. I mean, you going home and there, you are complaining about the church to the gate man there. That's grumbling. I'm, I use it, I'm using it as an example. That gate man will not be able to do anything. He can't come to the pastor, he can't say, Let's do this in our next meeting. So it translates into murmuring and grumbling. When you talk to the leadership, that's not grumbling because your motive is defined, and that's how you know your motive. You are not in intre- you are called to the, so the leader very- Now all these things happened unto them for examples. And they are written for our admonition upon whom the ends of the world are come. Let me see the next verse. I think that's where I will stop. Let me see the next verse. Okay, beautiful. Wherefore, let him that thinks he stands take heed, lest he fall. This is trying to tell us that, look, you can say, well, I'm a good believer. I'm in units, I'm in this. I'm in that. And the Bible says, you are not really standing well. You think you are standing, but you are not. And somebody who is not standing well Soon fall, and that's why we have crisis in the, in the local assembly in the church. You say, Ah, why it's because the person thinks he's standing and is not standing, it's not really standing. Let me see the next verse. So there's no temptation taking you, but such as is common man. but God is faithful. Who will not suffer you to be tempted above that you are able? But will will with the temptation also make a way to escape that you may be able to be at go to amplify. Amplify really expanded this. Amplified. No, I can't see this from here. For no temptation, no trial. I think this issue must be a major issue with believers. For all this emphasis. Alright. For no temptation, no trial regarded as enticing to sin, no matter how it comes or where it leads, as overtaking you and leading on you, that is not common to man. That is no temptation or trials come to you that is beyond human resistance and that is not adjusted and adapted and belonging to human experience. And such as man can bear, but God is faithful to his word and to his compassionate nature. And it can be trusted not to let you be tempted and tried and assayed beyond your ability and strength of resistance and power to endure. But with the temptation, it will always also provide the way out, the means of escape to a landing place that you may be capable and strong and powerful to bear under it patiently. I mean, this is not for you to meditate on for a week or a whole month. Please give me a countdown to 8.50. One, once and 10 minutes down. Let me know. Alright, do we understand what we are saying this morning? So I started by pointing out to us this morning from those scriptures that we can be so much involved in a lot of things and yet God isn't pleased. God is not happy. Because the the problem we often make is that we think, we think that what we do our running around, our activities will bribe God or that will suffice for our inadequacies so if I do something wrong on Saturday I just need to come to church on Sunday and carry speakers carry chairs and then I'm ok but it doesn't work that way it doesn't work that way so he said we should look, look back at those people because they are examples they all had a spiritual experience with God they passed through the Red Sea. They saw the miraculous. They saw the hand of the Lord. They saw waters coming out of the rock. They saw the demonstration of God's, of God's power. They saw the anointing. They saw God's praises. But God wasn't pleased. Bow your head. Lord, I want you to be pleased with me. Show me areas I need to walk on. At the end of the day, I I want you to be pleased with me. Show me the things I don't know. Show me areas I need to make amendments. Show me areas that I need to correct. If you are here this morning and you have not given your life to Jesus, I would like to present us an opportunity to do so. It is the greatest decision you will ever take in your life. If you are making that decision this morning, say after me, Lord Jesus, come into my life. I accept you as my Lord and personal Savior. I declare you died for my sin. You rose up on a third day. From today, I'm a new creature. All things have passed away. All things have become new. In Jesus' name. Congratulations. If you pray that prayer, welcome to the body of Christ. Welcome to God's kingdom. Please kindly leave a comment or send us a message on any of our social media handles so that we can send you the relevant materials. God bless you. This message is brought to you by Junamis and Sophia, and part of the Church of the Lord Jesus Christ. Shouts of Grace Center at Jesus and Hoax Club an online ministry to singles and married couples a with voice on Instagram at Pastor Tuna at Pastor Sophia Bola at Shouts of Grace Center at KC underscore global on Facebook at KC global on YouTube at Tuna Tunde Tunowo. on MixLR at KC global Visit our website, www.kissisandhocks.com. Via our mail at kacpartners at gmail.com. To partner with us, kissisandhocks.com slash partnership.